0: Welcome to the Buker & Friends podcast. Co-starring 10-year NFL veteran and Super Bowl champion, Will Blackman. from the end zone, he throws, of the first away,
1: and it is picked off by Will Blackman, the former giant. Tim Dwight watches it hit, bounces, picks it up at the 10, slips a defender. The football, oh. the football, hits up the grabs, is
0: covered in the end zone by Will Blackman for a Green Bay touchdown! And now, here is your host
1: let send it over to Rick Bucher. Rick Bucher. Welcome to another episode of Bucher and Blackman subsidiary of Bucher and Friends, part of the United WeCast Network. I'm Rick Bucher. You can see me on FS1. You can read me on Bleacher Report, and you can follow me on Twitter at Rick Bucher. He is NFL Champ, uh, Super Bowl champ, NFL vet. You can find him on Twitter. At Will (laughs) Blackman. Yeah, you know what? I mowed a lawn today for the first time, and I don't know how long. Maybe that's you didn't have a a choice. That's why. I did not. I did not have a choice because (laughs) I'm visiting my parents. My dad is about to turn ninety in August, and my brother, who lives in the area, who normally takes care of such things, basically said, "Have Rick do it." and how was i to say no visiting from california that was like a that, that was a challenge basically basically what he was saying the subliminal message was i'm not even sure he knows how to cut a lawn anymore which is how i made money as a kid so it I took me back to my more, childhood i think he was just in his routine like ricks home yeah. Get your ass. Get, your get in your bag. Yeah. Let's have you do something. We're we'll waiting for you to get back home and, and take and, care of it. Well, there's no doubt about that. There's <laughs> no doubt about that. There there's there is definitely a sense of I'm the one who lives in the area, so I have to do all the the little uh, chores for the parents. Anyway, we have a lot to get to. It's been a while since we've been able to get together. I hope all of you have enjoyed the uh the segments with Rajan Rondo in the last couple of uh, episodes. Uh, I've been traveling and with uh, FS1 and free agency and the draft and everything, it's been challenging to keep our regular schedule, but we will get back on schedule at some point. All right. So, the number one thing I have to run by you, Will, to get your take right off the bat the Lakers make the blockbuster deal for Anthony Davis. How are you feeling? about that trade Uh,
0: finally (laughs) that's how i feel about it it was going to happen it was just a matter of time i'm not surprised not shocked um they they try to work it earlier in the year and it proves to be right because those are exactly uh the players who they sent over or the ones they talked about so uh, it was just something that was bound to happen and it did
1: yeah the one thing
0: the question is, is who's next
1: yeah, you might have to hold your breath on that one. But oh well. this is the thing that gets me That is that was not part of the original conversation, which is the compensation down the line and all of the future draft picks that are involved. I mean, essentially, the Pelicans are going to control the Lakers draft for the foreseeable future. They have the right... To swap first round picks with the Lakers in 223. Uh 2023. Uh it's an unprotected uh first round pick in 2024 that the the Pelicans can defer to 2025, which means if we don't like the talent in 2024, we can push it to 2025. It, it, I mean it, it it's a top uh eight protected pick in twenty twenty one. That's unprotected in twenty twenty two if it doesn't uh if they don't hand it over. So this is what really worries me about this. Normally, I'm of the mind that the team that gets the star, I don't believe that quantity wins over quality, although I believe that's shifting in the NBA a little bit too.
0: Do you think so? Oh, I like teams like Milwaukee.
1: Yeah, I, just, I believe that because the game is played at the pace that it's played, if we saw the way Toronto won, if we take a hard look at the way the Warriors won, you would say that depth and versatility is arguably more important. I know this is, the, this is the misnomer. Before we say goodnight to the Warriors, this is the misnomer about the Warriors. That they were all drafted. <laughs> well, and that they were top-heavy in talent. They were once they got Kevin Durant. Then they became top-heavy, and their depth wasn't the same. But if you look at Steph Curry, he's not a traditional superstar. I put him in the superstar category, but he's a unique type in that he's not a physically dominant superstar. Like a Reggie Miller. Yeah. Yeah, in that way. Yeah. In in a different—I mean, yeah. I could put them—they're not the same player—
0: they're not the same player,
1: but their efficiency and their understanding the game, and their figuring out, like their their cunning and their craft, are what distinguishes them as superstars.
0: Yeah, it's not like they're gonna they're not gonna wear you out over the course of a the game. They, they can't gonna, overpower
1: they might,
0: you, right? They might get hot a couple yes. times, which yes. will be enough when you're I, like, okay, don't let this guy get in a rhythm.
1: I would have but, never made the Reggie Miller comparison, but that that actually kind of works. We gotta give you, I gotta give you props for that. It's a, that's, that's a what, weird. That's what I
0: look at. A he was a weird scary comparison in terms but, of like, okay, don't let if he gets hot and he, he's in the zone, then we're in trouble. Yeah, and you know there was there were a couple of games where, you know, Kawhi would have an ugly thirty-five points, right? But he ended up wearing teams out
1: over the course of the game. That's a good point. The way he got his points would beat you up physically. Yeah. That's a good point. And he can do it the whole game. But even, so there's Steph, Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson, perennial all-star, but he's borderline, I don't even know if you make him a superstar. He's a great fit next to Steph. He's a superstar. Mm. He's a great two-way player. I don't know how
0: much he... So what's after a superstar? Because I think Steph's a superstar. I think Clay's a superstar. So
1: what's next? What do you mean? Next level? Yeah, star. See, see, star, here's star here's my is definition under, of star superstar. Thunder superstar. Here's my definition of superstar. You get your you get your buckets, you get your points, and you also get other people their points. You create. You not only get yours, but you create for others. You make the game easy for others. And Clay does that in a okay, way that's
0: different. That's different than make the game easy for others. They do. Well, they that's do my definition. In terms of... They like, do in certain ways. Yeah, when they're in a the game, they got they space out. Yes. And you got to find yeah, these in, guys. In
1: ways, in ways. But if, like, a Kobe or a LeBron or a Michael, they made it easier for everybody in a multitude of ways. Like, they weren't finding a specific way. I'll never forget the first NBA Finals I ever covered. Ninety-three. I came in with one of the best finals ever. Bulls versus Suns. Jordan versus Barkley. And Jordan, people may not forget this. Uh, people may forget this. Jordan, in that series, decided, you know what, I'm not going to worry about scoring. I'm not going to let Dan Marley touch the ball. And, and for, for the first quarter, Dan uh, Dan I think got the ball twice. He might have got one shot off. I mean basically he got it he'd have to give it up right again. M- Michael just decided you guys do the rest, I'm going to make Dan Marley a non-factor in this game for the first 12 minutes. And did. Okay. He could this is what made Michael Magic and Larry would figure out how can we, what part of the game can we dominate or influence? And then we're going to do that.
0: So you're saying a two-way player.
1: Yeah. Well, no. In the, in the case of Magic and Larry, they would figure out how, how can I, what's the, what's the avenue for me to dominate this game? Michael was so good, he would choose which area of the game he was going to dominate. Am I going to go out and get 50 Am I going to be a lockdown defender? Am I going to facilitate? But you're 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 bringing up the the best ever. Yes, that's right. Well, I look, I think we water down the title of superstar. People say Anthony Davis is a superstar. Get the bleep out of here. He's not he's a superstar. All, he's an All-Star. He's an All-Star. He's a star. He's a star. He's not a superstar. The talent says he's a superstar. The results of that talent say he's not. Kevin Love at one point in Minnesota, the numbers said he was a superstar. The results said, no, he's not. For me, a superstar gets his, gets it for others, and does it in winning fashion. I have a very uh, high bar to cross clearly for you to be a superstar. Because I, th- I just feel like we've gotten into superlatives now. Like everybody's well, great, everybody's this. I think St- I think Steph is a superstar on all levels.
0: <sighs> he's not a superstar defensively. Well, just as a player, he's not defensively, but he is. He does have an MVP.
1: See, I, I can't. I can't. Well, he's got two. He's got two league MVPs. Exactly. But no That's finals. M- but is. no finals MVPs. Well, it happens when you get Kevin Durant. <laughs> In part, in part, in part, but he had opportunities prior to that to be the best player in the series, and was not. At least one was because of injury, so discount that. He's he's look, I uh, you uh, you'll never have me criticize Steph Steph's Curry. That's a superstar. Yeah, I'm I'm good with calling him a superstar, but it but it's a unique superstar. He doesn't he doesn't quite fit the. The blueprint that I use that I use for just about everybody else. And
0: just say second tier. He's second tier. No, I
1: don't. Super I don't Skull. even want to do that. I don't want to do that because because I don't want to discredit how unique he is. He like the the Warriors. There's something about a a,
0: a superstar. Who are your top five players right now in the league? Yep, right now top five. Do,
1: are we counting whether like? injury like just
0: pick five they're good good to go off just they're all good to go
1: well I don't you know KD I hope is going to be close to what he was on the other side I will say KD I will say Kawhi I will still say LeBron still say LeBron you are just (laughs) insane right now I will still say LeBron you're at you know what
0: because you're at your parents house in your bedroom and you're just being adult, no, I mean that's in Ohio.
1: If any, if there was ever a place where I would be <laughs> m- more preferential to LeBron, it would be the it fact would be that here. you
0: had to hesitate and say that man. That is
1: just ridiculous. That's ridiculous. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. No, it's not. I, I need to see it. Much like everything else, Giannis I need to see need to see him yet? come back from this injury and. You gave me three. I need two more. You need to see him, the comeback from the end, and see what he does
0: this year. That's Rick.
1: See, it gets, Four, it gets, it gets really thin after those three. It gets really thin
0: because – So you put LeBron Steph in the same category. That's what you just did. You demoted LeBron to being a star. No I, didn't. no, I didn't.
1: No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I said it. he's a superstar. Yeah, I, I said he's the, one of the, the three best players in the league. I'll put Steph in that category. You he's hesitated. in the top five. Steph's in the top five.
0: So who's the other? Who's five
1: then? I suppose Giannis by default. See, I don't know how much he makes the game easier for other people. He does everything, but he's not a playmaker at this stage. You can muddy up the game. He's not even a complete player, to be honest, because he doesn't have range shooting. And as athletically overwhelming as he can be, there's certain things that you can do to really inhibit his game. So I'll put Giannis in as the fifth, but Giannis, Joel Embiid, there's a bunch of guys that kind of fit, but...
0: So Harden, is he top five?
1: I can't put Harden top five right now. <laughs> well, I tell you what? You are, you are just
0: tough, bro. You I am.
1: Tough. I am. I am tough. I, uh, did I mention that I mowed a lawn today? I, I'm feeling tough. It wasn't the one
0: where you had to scoop up the grass. It probably had a bag in it.
1: No, this is, new, this is the new lawnmower. I didn't even know this. This tells you how long it's been since I cut grass. And obviously since you have too. It mulches it now. You don't need a bag. It mulches the grass and like leaves it where you can't even see it. It's amazing. I by the way go. for the for the record, I cut two lawns today, my parents, and and at the apartment building that they own. So there you go. All right. So where are you ranking the Lakers now that they have Anthony Davis and LeBron James? And let's for the sake of this conversation say that they're not getting a third star because I don't think they are Kemba Walker's not coming out Kawhi Leonard's not joining the Lakers as much as his sister might want that to happen right so by the way speaking of which have you ever had is Derek Rose available what's that
0: is Derek Rose available
1: is Derek Rose available yeah Derek Rose is available I think I think there's a better chance that Rajon Rondo ends up back there because I'm sure AD will co-sign his value from when he was with New Orleans
0: that's very true
1: LeBron and he got along, so I could see. I could see them re re upping him.
0: That's very true. So I don't uh, rank them yet because they're still they still need to fill up their roster.
1: <laughs> okay, so well, good. I'm glad to hear that because a lot of people and Vegas included, Vegas is well they're the odds on favorite to win a championship, and this is why I'm hesitant with uh, with my my rating and my assessment of LeBron. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that he comes back and he's the same LeBron. At some point, it's, and, and that, I guess the Warriors and what we saw happen to them physically underscores what an unbelievable freak of nature LeBron James has been. Nine consecutive NBA, uh, NBA finals, I mean, that, or nine total NBA finals. Do I have that right? Seven consecutive? I think eight. Eight consecutive? Yeah. Eight consecutive, nine total. That's insane. That is insane. You're watching the that's Warriors. Why he, you, that's why you hesitated. I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? No, I'm hesitating because he now just we've went seen him like a year ago. What's that? He just went to the finals like a year ago. Understood. But we finally saw, arguably, Father Time tapping him on the shoulder. So that makes me wonder. Okay, is there is the cumulative effect? Is 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 the price to be paid? For nine NBA finals appearances, is that finally coming due? Is the waiter headed to the table with the check? Finally. No. And I don't say that because I want to see it happen. I just the waiter
0: listen, the waiter's coming with the check. Yes. And he's like, Can I see the menu?
1: <laughs> LeBron is. Like he's gonna LeBron, re- he's gonna order Le- LeBron, he's gonna order yeah, another
0: Le- meal. LeBron wants to see the menu. We have more guests coming.
1: Uh, not the way. Uh, we have another guess. Uh, Anthony Davis is not enough to make me believe to, that they're going to push over. If I'll put it this way, the if the Clippers, if the Clippers get Kawhi Leonard, I'm taking the Clippers. Uh, they're not even the best team in their own city. You gonna you gonna fight me on that? I'm not going to fight you on that. I okay. just don't know who else they're going to get.
0: What if they don't get anybody? Yeah, they do have the best coach in the city,
1: Doc Rivers. Mm-hmm. That's another part. That's another thing, by the way, with the Lakers being NBA champs. Frank? Yeah, and I like – Frank is a good dude. But Frank is a non-confrontational dude.
0: He's a, he's what they call a player's coach.
1: Yeah. And he didn't have a whole lot of success in Orlando. You saw Steve Clifford come in there, have a profound effect on that team. Nobody there was uh, mean enough to say it, but they, when they sang the praises of Steve Clifford and how he prepared them from the first day he walked in there, the signal, the message was Frank Vogel wasn't doing that. And it's not basketball IQ or acumen or any of that. I just, I don't know that he has the presence of an NBA head coach. You even look at Nate McMillan what he did with Indiana. Stepping in. And I think Nate is a good coach. I don't know if he's a great coach. He's a good coach. But he's got more presence and more... Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? I just never I've never seen Frank do it. He's a good he's a good guy to everybody. So maybe there's been a time where he's been willing to confront somebody and stand up and tell him what's what. I just haven't seen it. Now, if you're going to win a championship, you don't think Steve Kerr, you don't think Greg Popovich, you don't think they had at times to stand up and tell guys what's up. It's one of the criticisms right. of Mike D'Antoni. He's not willing to do that. Hold guys' feet to the fire. You have to, be, you have to be willing to do that. So this immediate leap to the Lakers being the favorite, maybe it's by default, and maybe it's because of LeBron's history, but I'm not buying it. And I'm still waiting to see exactly how good Anthony Davis can be with those kind of expectations. He's never faced the expectations that he's going to face in L.A., in a market like that. Keep in mind. Right. So. That'd be all right. uh, You know, I hope you're right, but it's not something, in spite of what Vegas is saying, it's not something I'd bet on. I'd bet on the Clippers first. And I'm trying to think if there was another team out there.
0: But you said earlier that LeBron makes everybody around him better.
1: He does. He does. But how much better at this stage?
0: If any improvement for AD is going to be phenomenal,
1: I'm sure he will make. I'm sure he will make AD better, but there are going to be. <laughs> I mean, how many guys can LeBron make better? LeBron also needs guys that fit in with him to do what he does. You need veterans. They need some, you need they need,
0: he needs shooters.
1: Yeah, I, I'm also the histrionics over Kyle Kuzma not being in the deal to New Orleans. Like, Kyle Kuzma is a is a nice player. He was a nice find in the 20s in that draft. Uh, let's slow down on just how good he is. He's good. He's good. He, he's, he's good for...
0: LeBron getting a rest.
1: Late first-round pick.
0: He's good for LeBron getting a rest.
1: In terms of what? Just providing scoring while LeBron is on the bench? Yes. Okay. Again this is a different prism now we're talking championship like this changes the dynamic the, the, the expectations have it's to be to get better they have it's to be graded but they have to be graded on a whole other level now we're not talking about LeBron and the young guys and making the playoffs and being dangerous and can they get a top seed now they are the hunted if we're going by the Vegas setup now they're supposed to be the best team in the league. You really think they're the best team in the league? No, you don't think, I don't think you don't. You don't think Milwaukee could beat them?
0: I definitely think Milwaukee can beat them right now, but they
1: don't have a full roster. Yeah, but their their ability to fill that. You're right. You're right. I, I my question is, are guys? And this is why I'm not convinced that they're going to get another star in the in the cap space that they have. Is that I'm not sure that guys are flocking to be part of this team because they know that LeBron, if you're coming to to sign that deal, you're coming to sign a four-year deal, right? LeBron has three more years on his contract, but realistically, how many more years do you think he can play at a championship level? Not three more years. You're You're not one of those, are you? I am. Three more years.
0: Dog, you're out of control. No,
1: I'm not.
0: These guys, we these guys are professional athletes. They have everything. They have all the tools they need to recover, stay healthy, whatever they need to do. But here's, there's enough. There's enough information out there. Now, at the end of the
1: day, LeBron's gonna be 35 years old. Who cares? Well, look. Kobe for everything that he was doing and all the information he had couldn't hold off Father Time.
0: Jerry Rice made the Pro Bowl at 40.
1: Oh, now we, we uh, yeah, really uh, really uh, we're going to compare yes. a wide receiver to what NFL, we're asking LeBron 40 year old Okay. 40 year old made the Pro Bowl. How did his team finish? Where did he where did that Pro Bowl performance lead them? I'm going to see how they went to the Super Bowl is it not. No way. At forty? No way. Yeah, look that up. Yeah, I, will tap, that. Yeah, I hear the tap tap tap. Go yeah, check that out.
0: I'm in there tap tapping. The Super Bowl. Look up Kim Collins, dude. He was a he's a he ran the sixty it, meters. It, it, <laughs> and he was forty one years old and had the had the lead um time at one point.
1: I appreciate that you were supporting Older athletes. I do. That you have their Carl back. Carl Lewis
0: got a gold at like 33. Charles Woodson won defensive play of the year at 33.
1: LeBron is 35. And okay. might I remind you, I'm talking about the bill that the waiter is bringing for the nine finals appearances. The nine, the nine seasons that went all the way to the finals. Throw in some U.S. national team appearances. The dude, I, look, the dude's tread on his tires is thin. And I believe that what we saw last year when he got injured, for the first time, significant injury, Rajan Rondo talked about this. It's the first time ever. He had to throw LeBron for a loop. And this is a guy who has, has spent countless thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars, to get the most out of his body you're suggesting that he can find another elixir and i'm saying he's done everything he can to be what he's been to say that he's can continue that in ad infinitum is just not realistic you haven't you have a an, an answer on what uh jerry rice did when he was a pro bowler at 40 yes so i'll tell you what
0: <laughs> when he was, listen when he was 39
1: oh here we go now we're gonna change the okay
0: yes he caught 83 passes for yes. 1140 yards yes when he was 40 yes he caught 92 passes yes for 1,211 yards and seven touchdowns in 2002 and that is the year they lost to the Oakland Raiders in the Super Bowl I mean to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the Super Bowl really because yes because John Gruden left and went over and knew all their stuff, okay? Jerry Rice and Beans got it done. Pro Bowl at forty, ha! And that was back then. They didn't have the medicine they
1: have now. You keep referencing that. I've seen you reference that in social media. And, J- and Jerry Rice played all sixteen. games. He did play bro. all sixteen. Although that was pretty much his standard. You look at his career, he had yeah, out of out of 300 games. He had 9 actually, seasons eight. in a row where he played all 16 games. That is oh. insane. Yeah, bro. My and man. 10 out of 11, and the one year he didn't, he played fifty No, that no, he played in all 16, he just didn't start a game. That's incredible. Yeah, incredible.
0: Exactly. Super Bowl 30. All right.
1: So. Nonetheless, your point taken. He's fine. I stand exactly. corrected.
0: He's fine. Uh, we'll see. We he's will see. All good. He had a so, groin injury. So, blah, so, blah, blah. He'll he'll be fine. So let's back up. You
1: know. So let's back up. So do you, do you think that all of the injuries that the Warriors suffered were just freak injuries?
0: Uh, there was definitely war attrition for them. However, Clay's he definitely landed awkward. He did. But here's he my argument. Very, he landed. He landed very very awkward when he's looking back when he uh, tried to make that dunk, he was but, looking back and he landed very, very, very awkwardly.
1: I'm sure you would agree with this though. When you are fatigued, both mentally and physically, you're more like, it's more likely for those things to happen. Your it lift is. is not the same. Your balance is fatigue? not the same. Oh,
0: fat- fatigue and age, absolutely.
1: Yeah. And it throws you off. And that's how you, that's how you have the cataclysmic injuries that previously you would have kind of gathered yourself or you would have saved yourself from you would have been able to avoid because you just had the you had that split second extra of reaction time and that's why i believe that that his the acl injury and the way he landed was a byproduct of kd being out having to carry an extra weight uh, the extra weight doing that no, that for was a fifth him year.
0: looking back and landing awkwardly it had nothing to do with him being tired i believe he looked back and he looked back and his knee was he landed very very funny if many people land like that they would have got hurt
1: themselves no 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 understood but why was he looking back to make sure it went in okay also because of ball the ball an- also land. because of how he took off he took off at a weird angle he took off late like i think all of that oh. matters no danny green blocked it And followed him. And he looked to see if he got the and one. My point being, does Danny Green catch up? Danny Green's no no, no sprinter. Danny Green's no... He just came back from a hamstring injury. Again, you're right. He didn't have the same speed, didn't have the same lift. Because of that injury. Why do you think he had the hamstring injury? How did that happen? Because
0: he, he had that, he did some overstretch thing that he did in the game. I mean, overexertion. No, he overstretched it. Okay. No, over, you're just, you're just digging. It's not happening. No, no,
1: no, 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 I'm not digging. Look, every single KD. Clay has been an iron man over these years until last year. He got hurt at the end of the year. And to me, it was like, that's the signal. Steph got hurt. KD got hurt. Andre got hurt. Draymond got hurt. Like every guy that they rode. And I and this is based on talking to guys who've gone to just a couple of finals in the road in a row and what it did to them physically. Nobody ever talked about it at the time. Nobody even knew it. John Stockton had to have microfracture surgery on his knee after they made their their two runs to the finals. Jason Kidd, same thing. Carl Malone, I forget what his was, but He had a significant injury. Like, the impact of playing that much, that long, that hard, multiple seasons, just a couple seasons in a row, has an impact on guys. They're not the same.
0: This was the first season in a while where LeBron legit had zero help. Okay?
1: When they were 20 and 14, when everybody was healthy... Before he poisoned the waters by being willing to trade all these guys. I can't say he didn't have any help.
0: We had some in comparison, though. They weren't championship ready. No, they
1: weren't that. They they weren't a team that was fit for him. I'll give you that.
0: But I don't want to say. So a team that wasn't fit for him. Let me correct that. A team that wasn't fit for him where he probably
1: overdid it. Except he didn't. I'm not going to accept the fact. He 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 didn't overdo it. He wasn't playing hard all the time. We were already seeing him measure and take plays off. He's done that, he's done that throughout the course of his career. Wisely, you would argue, because he's found a way to really determine when do I have to exert myself and when can I dial it back. That's the thing that, that, that I've had to come to terms with LeBron. Because Kobe wasn't like that. Michael wasn't like that. In their heyday, they were not like that. And they Ron's didn't laugh. He's,
0: he's a businessman. Yes, <laughs> he's, he is. He's like he is,
1: and he's a shrewd.
0: He's a shrewd he's the, one. He's the he's the Mayweather of basketball. Yes,
1: okay? <laughs> amen, amen. And I used to be critical of that, and I'm having to come around to the fact that, dude, he he might have, he just might have been wiser than all of the league.
0: listen, he said at this at one point when, what was it? He did he didn't win MVP. I forget what year that was, mm. and they said. You know, how do you feel about that, LeBron? He said, the NBA knows what I mean to the league. Yeah. (laughs) They they know my value.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it goes all the way back to when he said what his goal was. His goal was to be the first billionaire athlete. Not to be the best basketball player. Not to be the greatest of all time in the NBA. First billionaire athlete.
0: In the words of Jay-Z, I'm a (laughs) businessman. Yeah. Yeah. Not a business man. I'm a business man. That's right. Let me handle my business. Damn. (laughs) Let me get A D over here. Let me handle Uh, my
1: business. I just
0: no, this is this was the the least amount of minutes he's played.
1: There you go. Well, well, that's because of the injuries though. Oh, in fifty five games, yeah. Oh, the average minute? Average minutes per game? Was thirty five, yeah. Well, I think he also he dialed it back considerably dial- down the stretch. Yeah.
0: Ever since, ever since he found the found the plan, he knew about the plan.
1: Yeah. All right. Before we say goodbye, I do have to get your take real quick on the draft. Uh, what What are you most looking forward to? What feeling do you have about the impact that this draft will have on next year?
0: Well, I'm interested to see what New Orleans do with one and four.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I know what they're going to do with one. I think they're going to, from everything I'm hearing, they're going to trade four. Four, right. is avail- four is available.
0: Four is definitely available. Yeah. yeah. Um, that'd be interesting. I'm just excited to see wherever uh, John Morant lands.
1: He'll be number two. He'll go to Memphis. Yeah. And the question is, will they trade Mike Conley before the draft? I, I think they have to. Otherwise, his value plummets. Once you get to John Morant, most people are going to look at it and go, draft We know over. you want to play John Morant. We, we know you want to play John Morant. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you have to move Mike Conley. So they're, right. they're, the value of Mike is, is, I think they should have moved him when they moved Marcus to be honest, but they were trying to get a lot more than the market would bear. I don't believe that this draft. Is going to have a profound yeah, a effect back- on the power structure. You have of a lot of league. backups. Yeah. Well, yes. You have a lot. You, you. I think you have a lot of quote uh, quality rotational players. Right. Uh, other than Morant, there will be there will be at least one other player. Whether it's R.J. Barrett or it's Kobe White, there's going to be another player outside of the top two. That is is going to end up being a core player, a starting core player. I think. Who's the kid out of Indiana? Who Romeo you? Romeo
0: Langford. Romeo Langford. Okay. I think he has a chance. Interesting. I um, think he's one of the best finish. I think he's one of the better
1: finishers in the draft. That could be. That could be interesting.
0: And get to the bucket like a like a cj mccollum type
1: i'm surprised i'm surprised you said him because Jarrett culver from texas tech is getting a lot of love and uh obviously i like kobe white i think he's underrated i think reddish might be overrated i'll be interested to see what pj washington is able to do at the next at the next level
0: i think the same with, uh the dude from was it unc kobe white yes yeah i'm curious about him too it was him, a, he was so. he was good on that team i just i want to see him
1: i think he can elevate his game i think he can make the jump yeah i think he's I got think enough he i think he's got enough game for that he's athletic enough yeah yeah romeo langford that's that'll be interesting i don't think he's i think he's a he's in he's the 20s guy if he ends up being a guy then that will be quite the find yeah, buddy.
0: We'll see. I have to move on over.
1: <laughs> All right. That does it for this episode of Buker and Blackman, subsidiary of Buker and Friends, part of the United Wecast Network. Keep in mind, uh, we would like you to rate the show. Let us know how we're doing wherever you get your podcast, iTunes or wherever. And if you screenshot that review and send it to at Buker Friends, you will be eligible to win some prizes. All right, that does it. In the next episode, uh, I'm going to do a, it's a Buker Friendless episode. And I'm going to talk about what it was like to say goodbye to a building. I've said it goodbye to a lot of things. Friends, relationships, people, cars. Never said goodbye to a building. But that's what I'm saying goodbye to when it comes to Oracle Arena and that's basically where my NBA career started. The number of stories that I have from that building are endless. That it will be the subject of the next podcast. In the meantime, as always, thanks for listening.